podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back, lovely listeners, to the Anfield Index podcast. It's episode 225. Now, Urban Dictionary tells me that 225 is a very interesting mixture of things. It's someone, for example, who doesn't think of it for themselves and just blindly and unquestioningly believes what they're told. It's basically along the lines of 2 plus 2 equals 5. You know, that guy's a real 225. That's how you use it. It's also, interestingly enough, when you have a very shiny ass and everybody looks at it, damn, look at that 225, they might say. Very interesting, I think, and very relevant. I am Trev Denny. I'm podcasting you from the carnage of my under-construction study in beautiful rural Ireland, and I'm joined as ever I am by the new Whitechapel Society host, Carl Kalbach, and our returning traveling Punjabi correspondent, Cam Branch, in the background as ever. Guy Drinkle is watching cartoons and judging us quietly. now. Uh, last week, I think, last time out, and we do apologize for the hiatus, it's mostly Branch's fault. Uh, we do apologize for that. Uh, we, I think I introduced the show, my little bit was a bit of um, uh, people saying Jesus. Uh, now, this start to the show, I'd like to share with you something which, as an Irishman, is a kind of an inbuilt obsession, and that is the weather. Um, you know, you notice, you start to talk about the weather in Ireland when you're about, you know, I think it's a kind of rite of passage, maybe when you're about eight or nine, then by about your mid-teens, you've got it down to a fine art, and then basically it's all we talk about then when we're in our 30s, like I am this week. So here is an Irish weather forecast. Uh, now, I want to warn any of the children um, or the people who may have some somewhat delicate ears when it comes to profanities. This next 35 to 40 seconds is laden with profanities. But I just thought it was a good example of an Irish weather forecast. Here we go. Now, sorry to report, folks, but the rest of today is only fucking dreadful. Have a look at this, look. Rain pelting down from fucking all sides on top of us. No let up. You'll be drowned to the fucking bollocks. Look, in the Midlands, you get a little bit of relief for an hour or so, but that's about it. I'm advising you not to go out. Look on Monday. I know how you want to get the fucking kids to school. Thunder, lightning, rain, pissing, flooding, you fucking name it. Everything on fucking Monday. Big dirty wind coming in from the west. Look at it. Up in the southwest winds. They'll fucking cut the bollocks off you walking to school. They'll turn umbrellas inside out. I know how you want to get up. Even Donegal getting a bit of snow up there. There's no relief at all on Monday. And as for Tuesday, another dirty fucking day. Look at the cushion. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you. That sounded just like one of my clients. Oh my god! Yeah, the accent really helps. Yeah. It's a very specific accent there. Uh, I like the idea of dirty wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut the fucking bollocks off. Yeah, I love that. Uh, anyway, uh, as I said in my introduction, Copac's um, uh, got notions about himself of an even grander uh, sort than usual because he's now the Whitechapel Society host, the man with the mic. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that, Carl. Welcome back to the show. And uh, I'm sure you've got some opening thoughts for us. Uh, yeah, and, uh, last weekend I hosted the Whitechapel Society uh, discussion with a man called Bob Hinton about the candidacy of 
a man called George Hutchison. And it's the first time I've ever done an interview. Um, I'm normally the other side of the mic because I, 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 um, I said to Trevor in the week, I, I'm very good at sort of answering, asking questions and then answering them myself. Uh, yeah. And there, there are times when you just feel you want to say, um, now answer that question again like I would have answered it, which would have been better than your version. But um, but now I did that for the first time live, and uh, it seems to have gone down quite well. They've asked me to come back and do it again, and um, yeah, so I, I am Michael Parkinson Kopak. Yeah, we have noticed, Carl. We have noticed your yeah. uh, your your inability to completely stay on the on the uh, contributor side of the mic and to walk all over introductions and outros and stuff. So yeah, it's it's always been there in you, brother. It's oh, good to oh, see. Ultimately, it's just going to be me this show one day. <laughs> if, 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 on days when we're supposed to record this and we don't, I just do it myself anyway. <laughs> just do it. Variety of accents. Um, for, for for the record, uh, for the listeners um, who are uh, uh, paying attention at this stage of the show, if you're one of the ones who just listens to the football part, then uh, uh, you know you, you've missed it. But but yeah, unlucky. <laughs> but uh, but basically, yeah, Carlos kind of yeah, Carlos has pretty much told us that at one stage this this megalomaniacal tendency it's, it's going to happen. He did want to record the show on his own during the week in the absence of Mister Branch. Who at least is back in old blighty and back with us and uh, a little bit closer. I was very tempted to move into that shed of yours while you're away, Cam. Um, I, I want you were at one. Oh well, I, I you know I, I had flights booked to, to Birmingham <laughs> and stuff. But I, I just I couldn't get away uh, with with uh, life pressure. But it just the idea of the solitude of the shed was was remarkably attractive to me this week. Yeah, I would, nice. Yeah, a man needs tell, a shed. A man needs a shed. A man needs a shed. Anyway, have you? Have you darkened the door of said establishment? Are you broadcasting from there tonight? I got a distinct impression, buddy, from what you were talking about earlier on, that you were sitting on your bed. I am. I am sitting <laughs> on the bed today. And uh, I'm under strict instructions that we have to finish this within an hour. And considering we were meant to start 15 minutes ago, we're doing quite well, aren't we? Well, so, we, would, we would have started at half seven if you could have got your arse from the from the car in time. But, uh, you know, again... Yeah, blame, blame again, the rubberneckers on the MC. Well, again, listeners, the, again, you know, listeners, a contributor here spinning things in their own in their own unique way to make themselves look great. Yeah, Cam was crying that we weren't we weren't getting out, out of the we weren't getting the, the, the recording done in time and uh, I said well I'm sure we can all move to half seven and then Cam tells us I won't be back till a quarter to eight. This yeah. is what I'm working yeah. with here, folks. This is what. And I'm then with. who was the last one ready? <laughs> Get out of it, will you? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's let's not go there. Sorry. I, I, I like this live admin we've got on here. This is nice. This. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. It's good. I think air, airing our dirty laundry uh, is 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 uh, it's a little bonus for the listeners who've been starved of content uh, for the last fortnight. While you've been off uh, doing Punjab stuff, how are you, my friend? How is how is the time away? And uh, any opening thoughts for us? Uh, time away. I, I said uh, on one of the pods that I we did when I was out there that India is a shithole. I, I, I take that back. Uh, India as a country is actually, it's wonderful, it's vibrant, it's magical, it's spiritual, it's many, many beautiful things like that. But the people and the bureaucracy and the ineptitude of the financial system there and the clusterfucks that they managed to produce for me out there made it one of the most stressful five weeks 
I've ever experienced. And I've never been more relieved to come home and be back in old Blighty. Yeah. Never more relieved, honestly. So. Yeah, well, it, it, it sounds like you couldn't enjoy you couldn't enjoy the good side of stuff because of the constant um, uh, pressure from that bureaucratic nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, three yeah, weddings, yeah. and I didn't enjoy one of them. I, I mean, I, 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 when I said I didn't enjoy one of them, I couldn't enjoy them relaxed and experience them as much as I would have liked to. So, um, but yeah, hey ho, you know what's done is done. We're back here now, and, and all is good in the world again. So, but you want another like- quote? Are you starting us off with a quote? By the way, Carl, I'm not forgetting you. I'll come back to you yeah. for your quote if you have one. Uh, okay, do you, yeah. have, have you got something? Go, I have. It's just, just, a, just it. a little sentence. Um, it's uh, somebody whose birthday is today. Um, so here we go. There are three types of words. Words we all know. Words we should know. And words nobody knows. Don't use the third category. Yeah, I'm starting to take this one personally already. Uh, what year was that person born in? I will tell you that. Well, they're 64 today. They're 64 today. 1955. Huh. And let's just say you asked some questions in the on on Twitter about what we should discuss, and somebody said something, and this could lead onto something if you ask that that question later, just to oh. confuse you even more. Yeah, I'm thoroughly confused now, man. I'm thoroughly yeah, confused. I'm glad I put that in there, then. Uh, Carl, do you want to have a? Do you do you, you want to hazard? Jermaine Greer. I'm just thinking in terms of age. Nope. Was it a writer? Yes. A a a 64 year old writer. Very famous writer. Is it is it Stephen King? No. Stephen Bruce. No. <laughs> is it Carl Kopak? No, that's good. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Is he 64 today? Yeah. 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 That's it. You, Trev, let's face it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you've chosen every other age, so you might as well grab that one. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Uh, I'll go with the silver fox look that could do. Yeah. Talk to me. Hey, 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 hey. That's completely, completely out of order. I can do the beard part. Well, yeah, sorry. Anyway, anyway, Cam, now you've finished uh, abusing me several ways from Sunday. What is the answer? John Grisham. John Grisham. Okay. Okay. Yeah, interesting. John Grisham's got a problem with people uh, with words that people don't know. Um, That's a bit weird. Uh, Carl, what is your opening uh, quote if you have one? It's from one of my favorite books of all time. And it's this, I wanted you to see what real courage is instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand. It's when you know you're licked before you begin, but you begin anyway and see it through no matter what. Because courage has been on my mind this week. Huh. Um, I'm t- taking it from the idea of be, uh, when you're be, you know you're, you, you're licked, uh, it's obviously American writer, American novel, yes? Yep. Uh, when are we talking? What kind of era? I would say this would have come out in the sort of mid fifties. I'd say. <laughs> and when I say when you say it's America, I would say that very much the Southern States of America, and it's probably the most famous book about the Southern States of America. Now, now I'm having a, a complete brain um, squash moment because I should know that immediately. Uh, well, I can tell you the character who says it, then you'll get it. Go on. Atticus Finch. 
Ah, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I I can't say I knew. I couldn't. I can't say I recognize the quote. I've I've read the book a couple of times, but that one didn't stick out. It's a, it's a it's a nice quote though. I do like that. Can, can I say to anyone who hasn't read To Kill a Mockingbird to go online now and buy three books and one of them be To Kill a Mockingbird? The yes. Other be to, the other two will be to buy mine, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> What's the point? What's the point in going online and buying books? Yeah, exactly, yeah. your books as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, lads. I said to you at the start, and again, um, more dirty linen airing. I said to you at the start that uh, I, I'd like this one to be particularly jazz in terms of of of, of loose structure. And um, uh, listeners, Carl just uh, abused me from a height talking about how I, I, I this is just the, the norm. But I, I do honestly. I think most listeners know that I do actually have some structure. But when it comes to the football, lads, since we last spoke. There's been quite a lot that's occurred, and we don't want to get into too many breakdowns, but I wouldn't mind looking at some issues, um, both recent uh, that have already occurred, nothing we can do about it, and potential ones in the future, uh, good and bad. So if I was to ask you, Cam, to pick out something from your following of the Reds from afar uh, that Mm. really stood out to you over the last, let's just take the last two games, the Leicester and uh, and West Ham one-alls, incredibly frustrating disappointing annoying and all those words uh um uh, you know the the we saw a fan base almost mm. almost almost entirely uh, uh lose their collective um uh, minds uh, it was it was disheartening on so many levels uh, yeah, i'm not i'm not tr- i don't want to get into the whole preachy thing because i think people have done that to death sure i would and say the, and there's more coming and there's more coming but i would mm. say Let's just let's just look at the football. There's plenty to be uh, bent out of shape about, and maybe not so bent out of shape about. What what stood out to you over the last two games? Um, on a footballing perspective, I think um, we've we've spoken about mentality quite a lot, and the players that uh, Klopp has been signing have been of a certain mental strength, and you know they they know what they're doing, and I think we're suffering a bit from uh, that City defeat. Um, and I think that's played on the, I think that's playing on the players' minds and that's been reflected in their performances. Um, you know, we, we struggled, you, you, since that City defeat, we struggled to beat, uh, was it Crystal Palace we beat 4-3? Yeah. And then, uh, and then we, uh, what was the next game after that? Um, it Love was... That. It, it was oh, Leicester, yeah. Yeah. Well, with the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we had two reasonable wins, but we we didn't look great in them. But we thought that's okay. You know, we'll we'll, we'll start playing well again. And now we've had two draws, and the, the draws could be could quite easily be a win and a loss, and we would have had that extra point. But we had two draws, and we 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 still only had the one defeat this season, and. There's so much going on, you know. We're we're in a title race. The, the pressure's on, and the, and all of these players, except James Milner and Jordan, who's won a Premier League title, and Jordan Henderson, who's, who's previously been in a title race. And so I'm, not, I'm not really going to count. Uh, Adam Lallana wasn't around in thirteen fourteen, was he? I don't think no, for us. No. no. So none of the none of these players have been involved in this, and. You've got to think about it this as well. Last season, we were, what, 25 points behind Man City at the end of the season? And everybody expected them to just stroll this league this year. And we're challenging them. 
we're in a title race. It's a race. There's going to be ebbs and flows, and you know we we're going to be five points ahead. We're going to be five points behind. We're going to catch up the goal difference. We're going to be twenty goals behind again. All of a sudden, that's part of what it is. That's that's what makes this season so fascinating. We don't know what's going to happen next, and I think that's that's also a factor in what's going on on the pitch. And you can't expect us to play well every game. It's impossible. No I, find team it, plays. I, I find it very interesting, Cam, that you've traced it back to the City game because that to me, that's a totally, that's a, that's a really interesting perspective because I think a thing happened on that day where uh, the, the the team collectively went, oh shit, we're not invincible, you know? Yeah. Um, and 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 that that in itself was probably psychologically a blow. But you do have to you do have to factor in, Cam, that there has been a shitty run of luck in terms of injuries, some poxy decisions. But yes, you are right. It is a race. What I'm talking about really when it comes to issues, and you were talking about, you know, you were talking about mentality. That's one of them. And yeah. it does it does seem to have manifested on the park, doesn't it? In terms of, you know, you see even Virgil doing atypically weird stuff. You see uh, Alison doing atypically sort yeah. of sketchy stuff. Um, we see our midfield, whatever combination, um, failing Where to impose itself. Where are our itself. leaders all of a sudden? Yeah, well, now, is it is it that dramatic, do you think? Or is it... Is well, it... Virgil's one of our leaders. Virgil's... Everybody says... Virgil is the main guy. He's the man. He should be. He should have the captain's armband. Well, why hasn't he stood up in the last two games? Why has he looked so suddenly vulnerable at certain points? Why is he making some little errors that he wasn't before? What do you make of the uh, information that we got in the wake of the most recent uh, draw at, uh, at at West Ham? were uh, clearly irritated, uh, Jürgen was saying, that basically Virgil's been sick. He lost three or four kilos, uh, that, 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 that um, James Miller's been sick, that Andy Robbo's been sick. Um, and, you know, that, of course, led to a whole big slew of, well, we shouldn't have been going away to Dubai. All we ever get is, is, is uh, illnesses and injuries and, and fellas and uh, momentum disrupted. It's too far of a journey, blah, blah, blah. Because so, everybody's looking to hang their hat on what the reason is. And you can you can understand that. You know, even even Jan last night in Wellby in the spot was saying, well, maybe it has something to do with it. You know, um, you know, I know he he's very much in favor of like, well, when we were playing, we just we just wanted to stay at home, maybe have a couple of days with the family and come in and do a bit of training you know these trips away uh he was saying maybe they're a little bit overrated but you know it's a bit of a stretch isn't it cam totally a stretch if we if we'd won the last two games nobody would be talking about the trip to dubai would they well they would they'd be saying it was great can, can i make a point go. about dubai yeah sorry to interrupt can i make a point about this i love the most said oh yeah you know there's a long trip out to dubai they're not going by train yeah, that's the point. That's the You're point. You're for like three hours tops. And, it's, and, and, and there is no one in... Five-hour flights, this, isn't it? Yeah, in, in this century who would have a more comfortable journey than those lads. It's okay. remarkable. It's like, you're, not, you're not sitting on like a doctor's waiting room. With with copies got, of the Sunday Telegraph, you know it's um. What it's it's got fucking recliner beds, and you yeah. know it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't yeah, think they're, they're I don't think they can the, use it as an excuse in any way, shape, or form. No, no. They live I mean, like kings. If, if, they, if they if they've got illnesses, and then they can't play, then they can't play. But they were fit enough to play. I mean, the, yeah, the you, ha- you, you, ha- you have to acknowledge that they could be impaired. I mean, we were like yeah. the last the last game in particular. It was a 
shit show of misfortune. You had Jordan Henderson out, you had Ginny Wanaldum out at the last minute. We already are missing Trent. Uh, from the defense uh we have our our main man our center back who's 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 ill uh you know we have we, we have no cover there because degsy's off being injured uh okay. we have we have a, a midfield that uh, you could say was almost intentionally vaguely sabotaged by jurgen by deciding to play by playing a guy who's got no minutes, whatever you yeah. think about him as a player he's got no minutes he's got no you know and he was he was gassed from an early stage. It was a strange. I, I think if you give me four hundred goes to select the midfield, I wouldn't have come up with that one. That's the thing, Carl. Yeah. What about then, you? What, what, yeah, what, but what? The same, sorry, but at the same time, West Ham had a lot of injuries. They yeah. had five, six players missing, and that Liverpool team sh- should still have beaten West Ham because West Ham were in an awful run. They were playing terribly up until they, they played us. Got, they just got done four goals by Wimbledon. They. And we struggled. We we scored an offside goal. We could have won it with an offside goal. They they, they scored a good goal from against us because they worked it well. It was a clever what they did to score that goal. Did not Unless rely on us being asleep though. But it doesn't matter. It, it was still clever on West Ham's part. If we'd oh, done that, we'd yeah, yeah, saying, not, yeah, if, we, if we if we'd done that, we'd have been saying, "Well, that was brilliant by us." How clever were we to have spotted a weakness there that we could exploit? You've got to give due where credit is due. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, that Liverpool team, no excuses. They should have beaten that West Ham team. That that's the bottom line. And I, you know, it, I don't care how depleted we were. That realistically, you had one player out of position in Milner. The back, the, the rest of the back three was fine. That's yeah. our regular, you know, no issues there. So we had Adam Lallana. Let's be honest. He's a he's a he's a at best, and I'm being generous. A mid-table Premier League player at best. Yeah, when well, he's fit. What? When West, he's fit, he is. Yeah, yes. but he, he yeah, wasn't. But West, but West Ham are a mid-table Premier League team. Yeah, so it should have been fine, is what you're he saying. Should like, have been I, fine. And I agree with you, but you, but we do like, have a. You lo- can't put it on one player. No, 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 there's a huge, there's a huge amount of them that were in some way impaired or other, and then we did have last minute injuries. That whole thing about the 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 uh, the the, uh, the free kick, I mean, you're dead right, Carl. That we were asleep, but it is. It come, I come back to the point, and to reinforce what you were saying, Cam. These this lot had more than seven games away. They'd taken hefty beatings uh, from Bournemouth, uh, from um, from Burnley. Uh, they'd been tra- thrashed, but yeah, yeah, uh, you know, lots of I, thought, I don't know if that was first team though. To be honest, I just saw the score. Well, people, people, yeah, people have put lots of goals past them. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a bit disappointing to say the least, and. Oh, look, it, it, Carl, what about yourself? Um, um, apart from some of the areas that we've covered there with Cam, w- what stood out to you? Is there, is, is, is there anything uh, maybe on, on, the, on the more positive side you see or, is, or was, was there anything else in, in the negatives that we haven't covered there? Well, pe- people, we, we, we have people who are ill and I should point out that two-thirds of the people who are talking to you today, dear listener, are not well. This is That's the time when people are not well. Um, so that happens. We've been really unlucky with the right back situation. I know this is the thing about Klein, but um, it's not that. The thing that got you've you asked me to be positive, so I'm going to go the other way completely. The <laughs> thing that got on my nerves was anything else. And so, and I, I wrote an article about this this week, and I had people saying, "Are you saying that we can't criticise the team then?" Because blah blah blah. No, I am not saying this. But anyone before before Liverpool kick a ball. Who say, oh, I can see us losing this one. Fuck off. 
Exactly. Fuck off right now. Don't yeah. ever fucking talk like that before a Liverpool game because it gets in people's heads. The crowd, I was there on Monday and the, the crowd was very, very jittery. And that's why I made that quote about courage. And seriously, if you're going to say before a game, oh, I can, see, I can see us losing this one. Are you in this or not? You've got to be involved. If you wanted Liverpool to win the title, you talk like we're champions. And champions don't go to West Ham and think, do you know what, this might be the game where we give something up because I just think blah, blah, blah. And I don't care about City win and I don't care about City beating Everton at all. It's got nothing to do with them. Even Guardiola made that point. We can't yeah. play Liverpool anymore, so they're out of our heads. We can't play City anymore. We go to the, the, the first game of the season, we had West Ham at home. We all thought, we've just been to the European Cup final. Bring on West Ham. We will batter them. And guess what happened? We absolutely battered them. Yeah. We go there with, with a half-arsed attitude this time. I mean, I'm talking about the fans here, not the players. Because I like the fact that Rob, that Milner's at top of the league. I'm not disappointed at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's just when people start going, oh, you know, but isn't, wouldn't it just be like us if we just did this and we bottled it? They're not bottling, mate. You are. Stop fucking The fans have got it. a huge part to Fight play. Fight it. Get some balls. Well, 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 never, never more so than in the next game because I don't. I, and, and again, you you can often be accused of of sensationalizing things. I, it is not an exaggeration to say that this game coming up is absolutely one of the most important games that the club will have played in, in a long time. And I'm including the fact that we've played in several finals because here's the importance of it. And again, if if I'm over egging this, feel free to tell me we are at home. We do have the opportunity of the of the atmosphere and the fans making a massive point. And I actually thought you were going to be chatting about it more. Maybe he was in his presser today. I didn't get to hear that. I actually thought he'd be talking about it endlessly because it was notable in the last home game that there was that jitteriness that brought me all the way back to that nightmares of uh, of 08-09 where you had a fractious uh, angry fan base looking to snap at each other. Okay, the club was in a different position then. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of stuff going on. But even still, uh, you know, it was around about this time we were top of the league and people were just angry and f- f- fearful. And, and I just don't want that nonsense creeping back in. So, yeah, I Can think... I give you an example of that? Of, 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 of a recent example? Of, no, of 0809. I was oh, in yeah. the game before the Arsenal game at home. Um, I, I, I was all season. I was stood next to these people, and they were from Wigan or something like that. And when they read out the substitutes, not the first team, the substitutes, the man next to me booed Lucas. Fuck's sake! Kicked, hadn't, hadn't kicked the ball. That's the substitute. I went fucking mad at him. Honestly, I said, yeah, well, that, there's, a, "There's a great start. You booing Liverpool before we kick a ball." Well that, done, that, that 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 goes to the point that you were making, and it's not about Jesus Christ. It's not about being preachy. Every one of us will be sitting there in our own little world of hell or heaven, losing our shit, getting great, incredibly emotional about the game while the game is going on, saying things that we probably take back and regret afterwards, singling out fellas for abuse that we would regret afterwards. It's not about preaching to people how to how to support. It's just about, as you said, this shit takes hold, Carl. It takes hold. It really does. And we can we can reverse it. And I, I go back to the point I made at the start here, Cam. What do you think about this? I think the significance of this game can't be overstated because we have another ten game break. If we go in having showed. The, the league that we are the best side in this fucking league having showed the league that we are actually angry that they've got our three points and we want those points give us those points and we need to show i i want to see lads banging in goal number three and four with grimaces on their faces i want to see that sort of rage that controlled rage it's never been more called for i want to see that 
no celebration, Mo Salah, where he just stands there and arms out, looks at the fans and says, this is what we're about. Yeah, this is what we do, yeah. Yeah. You, we, you, it's like, you've used, I think you've literally said what Klopp was saying before when we were playing well. The team needs to be angry. Because, yeah. like you said, that's our three points they've got. Our three points. Not their three points, it's our three points. And we, we want those three points. They're more important to us. We've got a bigger goal. And the players have got to get back into that mindset. And the fans have got to help them get back into that mindset. And I fully believe that now that I'm back in the country, things are going to be good again. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> Actually been waiting for you. It's, it's my fault, people. Uh, I left and, and the shit hit the fan. You didn't see the mosaic? Yeah. didn't see the mosaic the other day? Yeah. It, it, just, it just said, where the fuck's brain cheek? Yeah. Right, right across the ground it was. They really did a wrap around the ground. Yeah. There's yeah. there's there's been songs penned in your honor, man. It's unreal. It's unreal. Hashtags, yeah. hashtags all over the kip. Uh, Cost look, me a fortune, I can tell you, but it will work. <laughs> but look, I, I you know, it, 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 I'm gonna, I'm absolutely embracing this. Brangie's back. We're all right. I'm absolutely yeah. embracing embracing this. Uh, saying, saying that though, do you know what? I, I I'm going tomorrow, and um, I think we will win it because of one thing. And this sounds nuts, because we're second. So I think we'll win because the pressure's off. We're the pressure's off again, yeah. Yeah, we're not doing this. Oh, if we go four, we go five, we go seven points clear, we go with blah, blah, blah. We're second. It's all on City now. And, and, I, and, I, and I can see City str- struggling against Chelsea. My only yeah. worry about that is Chelsea have already beaten them and that'd be a big thing to beat them twice. But yeah. what I will say though is Liverpool are going to be second and Liverpool are going to be top and Liverpool are going to be second and Liverpool are going to be top a lot over the next few weeks. Yeah. So stop. We're playing catch up a lot. Games. Well, it's going to happen. Our yeah. game in hand is against Man United. Get used yeah. to this. Yeah, but this is this is where you talk about uh, our previ- previous uh, phrase, testicular fortitude. This is yeah. the time when you've got to just you've got to accept that, that there will be swings and there will be ups and downs. If Liverpool are staying in touch, that's all we can do. And winning our games, that's all we can do. Now, I think it's not beyond this team if we were to. Maybe regain some of that miserliness in defence. Just that calm. It's not beyond this team to go on a win of 10, 11, uh, a, a, a run of 10 or 11 wins. It's, it absolutely is not. And what what else can be done except to hopefully beat Bournemouth on Saturday and sit back and go, right, we've nudged ahead again, fully expecting that City will beat Chelsea. I don't think there's... I would have very little doubt about that. I, I think that that's a, that's a, a, almost a given because Chelsea are such a weird club at the moment. Under so Chelsea need to beat them 7-0 or lose 9. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's either or. They're either brilliant Chelsea or they're absolutely clueless. Um, one thing I will say, though, is, and this is a very important thing, I think, is it's February. Everyone thinks talking like the league finishes in three weeks. We've got bloody ages to go, yeah. And the best example games. I can give of that, yeah, is... is um, uh, the West Ham game was the the 25th game of the season. <coughs> Excuse me. The 25th game of the season in 13-14 in when we nearly won the league. Guess where we were in the league. And the, the 25th game was when we battered Arsenal 5-1 at Anfield. Martin Skittle got two goals and, and Luis Suarez scored a goal that wasn't given just because he hit the post and came out again. Which is still the greatest goal I've ever seen. The, the um, greatest goal never scored. Yeah. Yeah, it went in. Yeah. I'm having it six one. I'm still yeah. claiming that to this day. <laughs> but guess guess where we were at the end of that match? Uh, sorry, the end of that weekend. Second, weren't we? We were Third. fourth. 
fourth. We were fourth and we were six points behind Chelsea. We were closer to Everton, who were in fifth place at the time. That's how long ago that was. Hey, lads. Um, yeah. It's only after that game. That was the game that basically got us going and we won 11 in a row. It's only you February. See, Stop thinking see, of finishing ends, the season ends tomorrow. You see, I think an awful lot of people were able to just really lean into the fact that there was a little bit of a cushion because... I think psychologically it made things a lot easier. Uh, I, I, th- for example, for the collective they've mental health, they've got the health, ten points still in their head. The ten yeah, point but, cushion. But, 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 That's but what f- they're thinking. For for the collective mental health of our fan base, you do not want. And I, I mean, I did the equivalent of going fishing uh, when this game was on. You do not want to be having a fan base watching City rolling up against the likes of Everton whose fans have openly declared that they would like to lose against, uh, you know, whoever City are playing. Because, you know, we're, we're seeing all these polls that are being done about anyone but the Scousers. God, don't let them win it. All this kind of stuff. It's all over the shop. You don't want our fans to have to be watching and hoping and hoping and hoping that something's going to go wrong. I don't think that's healthy at all. I mean, I would rather do anything than watch City at the moment. I just I can't be arsed. Now, I understand. I understand the mindset of, well, look, if you can do it, if you can do it without losing your losing your mind, fair fair play to you. To me, now that's just torture. I, I would have no interest in it. Um, but do you, do you know what I mean? I think I think we need to keep at least this little three point thing that, as you said, Carl, game in hand against Manchester United at their place. The way they've got this new sort of, sort of semi-revival under Solskjaer. It's, it's not that so much. It's just because if, the, if there's one team who we're going to want to beat, yeah, then it's going to be them. Of course, of mm. course, of That's course. Exactly what we, and we did it to them, so you know. And and I've I've listened to a Manchester United podcast in which the lads who are obviously rabid uh, Manx were talking about. You know, if it comes down to it, at the end of the day, I think we should throw that game against City so the scouts just don't win the league. I mean, yeah. This is what we're up against. So yeah. it's, it's... I would be the same. And I've said this to my Man United family. <coughs> at the end of the day, if it came to a choice between Man United or Everton winning the league, I'd want Everton to win the league. Because to me, the bigger rivalry, for me personally, is Man United. And Man United's biggest rivalry is Liverpool. Yeah. They don't want Liverpool to win the league because... I even asked a question to one of the family members and I said, what would you rather happen? Liverpool win the league and Man United finish fourth, Champions League, or Man City win the league and Man United finish fifth in the Europa League? And he goes, Man City. And I said, why? What what about your club? He goes, I said, what about, you know, Champions League and getting the bigger signings? And And he made a brilliant point. He goes, and this is the confidence and arrogance maybe of Man United fans. And he said, we're Manchester United. We can still sign the big players whether we're not in the Champions League. And he's right. And he's, and he's right. right. And, and Pogba's a case in point. Ibrahimovic yeah. is a case in point. They still make big signings. They don't Joe care. Jones. Yeah. They were in the Champions League then. Um, so, signed, the con- uh, signed the contract today, didn't he? Oh, oh did he? Excellent. Yeah. Um, They're not yeah. taking it well because yeah. Christian Morland signed one about a month ago. It says a lot, doesn't it? He's just looking good, lads. He's looking rosy. <laughs> but but he's got a point. And because the rivalry is bigger. So I would never want Man United to win anything. I couldn't care who else won. And going back to something you said earlier, Trevor, about other fans not wanting Liverpool to win the league because obviously everybody hates Liverpool. That's fine. Don't have an issue with that. But what I do have an issue with is the way Man City are going about their business and last season they just strolled that league and it was 
in a way, it's unfair because of the way they've financed themselves and there's there's issues and doubts about how they're doing that. Finally, a team is challenging them who are doing the business in the right way. Our business, as shown by the record profits announced today, we are doing, we are running the club in a way that other clubs should be proud of and they should want their club to be run like that and challenge for the league like that. And that's how it should be. And if everything was on a level playing field in that respect, I reckon this team would be walking that league because Man City wouldn't have half the players they've got now. Yeah, and obviously you win nothing for doing things the right way. And no. uh, all of yeah. us would, would embrace winning the wrong way, let's be honest, if it meant we yeah. won the league. Yeah, of course. Uh, like, like, for example, if Divock Origi's goal has gone in when he's offside at the end of the West Ham game, we're loving it. We're loving it. Sponsored by Marlborough. Please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. in your best husky voice, Carl. Absolutely, ladies. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But we, but we would. I mean, we we would absolutely. Of course, we would. We're hypocrites. We're football fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, look, I mean, I, I'm very conscious. I want to have. I want the show to 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 live beyond the Bournemouth game. So you know, there's the distinct possibility that you know things will go the right way. There's also a possibility. They may not go the right way. So look, looking forward to what's coming up in terms of of what the Reds have got on their on their calendar. We do have this ten day gap before the Bayern Munich game. Now, people from the native parish of AI and AI Pro have been speaking in less than um, uh, less than let's say uh, glowing terms about Liverpool's involvement in the Champions League considering where we are in the league in fact I think it, uh, there's at least one or two that if the win was to be attained against Bournemouth would say you know what not for me that and I know we spoke about this briefly but then there are other people who are saying well what if the league is starting to slip and like, you know I'm, I'm not one of those people who's saying bring that. them to me Yes, but it, well, there are a lot of them, Carl. You're going to have a packed gaff. Uh, but 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 what about this concept of Jesus? We, look, we lean into this now. This is an this is another opportunity. Everything coming out from the players, everything coming out from the club is like this Champions League. Jurgen today was saying uh, we've named Ox in the squad because if we get to the semi-finals, he might be able to play. Maybe even the quarters. This does not sound like a manager who's. Uh, got not got ambitions for this competition. What do you think? But he wants to be Bayern, doesn't he? For obvious reasons. For sure, yeah. That's I that's mean, his big. That's his big. That's his man. Man United. He wants you know, to be Bayern. And, and and that's basically what we're looking at. If he, if if he, if we can get past this lot, you know, then we're into the stage of the season where we may see Alex Oxlade Chamberlain uh, getting a few minutes here or there. That's you know, that's a real real boon to a team who's chasing a couple of trophies. Hopefully. Um, you know, we do have at least the good news, Cam, that we've got uh, Ginny coming back. And by the way, for all of those who ask the question repeatedly, what does he do exactly? Well, against West Ham, we could see what Ginny won. Yeah, he, wins, he wins the game. He wins the game, yeah, and and and, and you know, it, 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 he's he's such a good lad. I mean, it, uh, all over the course of this season, he's right up there with me for the, with our best performance. It, it may, almost entirely uh, on his defensive work alone. Never mind all the rest of it, but. Look, we have, as I say, Cam Ginny coming back, Trent's in the squad, uh, and uh, Jordan Henderson's uh, okay, I think, again. So we look like we're going to be able to pick a team that far closer resembles our first team. And that in itself is a cause for celebration. Um, Even if it's not ready for Bournemouth, 
in the games to come, we should be looking at having a proper squad, which is, you know, it's a load off, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's huge. Um, I, th- I think you've got it absolutely spot on about Jenny here. Um, what does he bring to, to our team? Go back and watch a, uh, the West Ham game and you see what he brings because he's not there. So, um, yeah, that's going to be crucial. I think if we can get Ginny on the pitch tomorrow, that will actually help um, Fabinho and uh, Naby immensely because it takes a load off them and, and lets them play the way they need to play. Um, and contrary to what a lot of people think, I don't think Naby was that bad against West Ham. I actually think he was one of our better players overall. By the end but, of the game, by the end yeah. of the game, when 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 we had when we had Shakiri on, when we had a yeah. more sort of a solid platform, you could see what Naby was trying to do. He was really carrying the fight, genuinely was. He was, um, he was, he was that literally our only player who was. He, 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 but 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 the first half was a bit of a shit show, not just for him, but for a lot of lads. Yeah, we, we, then, we had the spectre of Andy Robertson playing badly. I mean, that doesn't often happen, you know. Well, there's. Yeah, I mean the possibility of two of the goals we conceded in the last two games, he's he's had a he's had a part to play in those goals being conceded. So, you know, for all the good things he does, um, he's he's suddenly made a couple of mistakes and it's cost us. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got. <laughs> do you get the distinct impression that that Kapak's waiting in the background, ready to pounce? <laughs> I do. I, I I think I got I get the feeling that Carl is a is has a different view on the way Nabi played. Um, I'm sure. I I, th- I think he might as well. I, I, do you do you want to hold forth on that, Carl? No. <laughs> is that lest you incriminate yourself, or are you just does it make you miserable to think about it? Because I'm, I mean, I'm I'm so fucking furious the way that his performance has been taken. He did get better, but let's face it. It couldn't have got much worse, could it? I haven't yeah. seen him do anything. I haven't seen Naby Keita do anything in Liverpool shit. I'm sorry, I haven't. You can talk about him running, pressing the ball high and doing that sort of thing. He never releases the ball early when he's supposed to. He never puts his head up. And I'm sure there's a player in there, and I'm not saying he's a bad player at all, but I, I am not buying into this narrative that he's a player who's going to come good for us immediately because I just didn't see it on Monday. He got better, but my God, he was terrible in that first half. And I've had tons of arguments with the AI people about this this week. And mm. uh, me and Gags have had a good shout at each other about it. But Jesus Christ. God, Listen, he, was, I, he was woeful in that first it, half. It's very hard to argue a case what, for... What annoys me about that, though, is the fact that people say, oh, God, Adam Lallana. Adam Lallana looked like Platini next to him. He really did. No, he, no, no, no. Adam, if, if, if Nabi was that woeful, Adam Lallana should have been in Timbuktu or somewhere. Well, look, no, that's look, how I look at it. Well, the, at least Adam I was passing to players. The reality <laughs> was, the reality was, what we had in that midfield in the first half was a pair of shirts that were sort of semi-empty because the productivity from the two lads was was was. was oh, it's uh, poor. Yeah, we we, we were was, overrun by a team. Which was, and, Mark, and, and, Mark Noble bossed the midfield for God's sake. I mean, and that's, I can that's, make a no damning sentence than that. That's disgusting. He did have a very good lad in Declan Rice doing a lot of work for him, but yeah. yes, he was he was shown to be good. And by the way. Uh, I, I, Mark Noble did a did a an Adam Lallana or an Adam Lallana, didn't he? He did. I mean, I I don't even I I don't. He did. Yeah, he did. He he, he did. I I don't even want to get into it too much. But my God, 
we just let Felipe Anderson run the show and it was it was it was he had as much freedom as he wanted and he's clearly an excellent footballer we had no plan for it this is listen this is what this is where the, the, you, you I was allowing you guys to make your points the point that I wanted to make that really sort of did niggle me over the last couple of days as I was thinking about the Bournemouth game and trying to be as usually optimistic as I am and I am optimistic but I think we have a great chance to do really well and I hope it is that controlled rage where we beat them by a good few we will but but I had concerns about some of the calls the manager was making over the last couple of games. We didn't seem to have a plan to deal with uh, Philippe Anderson, uh, and that that to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And uh, maybe maybe the plan was there and the lads failed to execute it. That's okay. There's been a few odd substitutions. There's been a few calls where I've just thought, oh Jurgen, please don't 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 you start losing the plot now a little bit because we really need that man to be on his game and. Just had a little bit of an inkling that there was a few strange calls going on. Is am, am I being unfair there, Cam? Do you think? Not in the slightest. I I think last two games, he's uh, as a manager, I think he's been poor. He, he he's as a responsible what the team do on the pitch um, when they're playing well as when they're playing poorly, and he has to hold his hands up and say, "I failed in getting my players to do what they should have been doing." Or if that was the the plan, what they were doing, then he has to hold his hands up and say, we got it wrong uh, as a management team. So, you know, you can give him all the praise, but he's got to take the flack as well when the team's not playing well. It's it's up to him as much as it is us to get behind the team and lift the team and lift those players for whatever reason. The question, in a way, this is what annoys me as well. Why the players suddenly... I mean, I know we start, we started off the show like this way, and I said that you know the uh, City game has had an effect on the players, but surely they they want this league as much as we do, and they know they've got to be playing minimum seven out of ten every week, every game. They can't afford to drop to the twos and the threes at Naby and Lalana and uh, Robbo and Firmino. I mean, he was awful. Oh, you know, Bob, he's, my, Bob, and, yeah, Bob. he's my favorite player, and he yeah, was awful. Bob, Bobby's Shocking. performance was a shit show. It was. Yeah, it was that, that, it's the worst game he's ever played. It, oh God! It was. He, he was responsible for the free kick because it was his poor pass that led to us having to give a foul to stop the stop their attack, and then from that free kick they scored. But but with Firmino, I mean. What I had to do was uh, I, the, the word I kept using about his his awfulness was comically awful because it was it was getting funny. He was so bad, and you know, as you say, Cam, he's your favorite player. He's he's absolutely one of mine, and he, we know that there's probably nobody with better technique in the entire squad. And here's what kills me: we actually are not in a position for Bobby to be bad because did you ever see anything more clear in your life, gents, than when he's off his game? We can't play the way that we try to play at the moment by going uh, by trying to force things through the middle. Because if Bobby's touch is off, none of these one twos will work out with Mo or with Sadio, and we're screwed. And well, the, the whole game is about the whole like, Liverpool setup is about him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because he's, he's the, weird, the weirdest position football I've ever seen in my life. I still can't work him out. He's yeah. brilliant when he plays in the right position. But you move him ten yards to the left, back or to the right. He's and lost. And we've lost 70% of what he does. It's bad, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah. You yeah. can only play one role and he's phenomenally good at it. You see, and, I, it I, and it helps the whole team. 
as yeah. Shaq as Shaq was coming on, he's talking to um oh, uh, Pep uh, Pep and Linders, um, and he's 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 basically. I can see him mouthing the words four four one one, and I just okay. Well, so what? We're just going to keep it the same. Like, I'm a, where, where was Divock? Divock was probably playing nominally on the left, uh, yeah. uh, with Shaq nominally yeah, the on the yeah, right, the yeah. uh, or, or was that the crack? I don't know. Basically, we had we've we've got we've always got. Mo and then Bobby behind him, and then we got lads either side. That's basically the way it, it, Jurgen set up at the moment. And if Bobby's not working, then we're not working. And the, the the disconnect between midfield and those front three, who we know to be wonderful players. And by the way, can we just hold our hands up and say Sadio, who often gets pelters for being inconsistent with his finishing, he was doing everything he could the last two games, and he one scores chance, one chance, one goal. One chance, one goal in both games, and uh, hats off to him. Credit where it's due. I thought he was very dynamic, and 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 it couldn't be faulted in any way, shape, or form. Whereas the rest of the lads were, you know, different levels of poor. Um, I don't think that you could you could say that about him. But yeah, the whole point is if Firmino's not on it, it 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 falls apart, and it's it's a shame, you know. What what if 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 things are are right and we are getting this squad back let's ignore bournemouth some people will be listening to this after bournemouth and it will be what it will be hopefully it's three points who knows it will be because uh, brandy's back what what i'm asking you, what i'm going to ask you to do is uh, what 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 do you think we do assuming we put our best 11 out against uh, against byron and assuming we're getting guys back uh, from injury and they're okay we we're looking at Joe Gomez being out. Dejan Lover may be back at that stage. What does your team, Carl, look like? Like what is what is that midfield for you? Uh, we assume you slot Trent in there. Then the the back four looks after itself. Would would you always keep uh, Matip ahead of Lover? I think you're more of a Degsy man, aren't you? And what about in midfield? What would you do there? For me, Fabinho's a must in all of them. Ginny Wanellum's now, I think, indispensable. So it's it's a n other, and I love Shaq with that with that uh, with that duo. Um, other people will will, will shout shout for Naby. I don't think you'd be amongst them. What would you do in defence and midfielder? You're right. I would always go uh, Lovren over Matip for the simple reason that Matip um, has a head like a sheriff's badge. And on Monday, I watched him head a ball at hip height, which is quite remarkable <laughs> from a standing position. Honestly, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I thought, mm. what, why? You're six foot five, man. You've got legs. You've got more legs than anyone else on that pitch. You've a lot why of legs. Got, and, and your head is a best inconsistent. Why are you doing that? That's weird. Um, he's not front foot enough, Matthew. I don't mind him at all, but he's not front foot enough. I'd, I'd have Lovren there. I played Trent, obviously, at right back. Uh, midfield, it's it's... You say about Shakiri, but I don't think he starts well. I don't think he starts ninety minutes well. He's a it's great fair. Club. I agree. Fair, fair. And I have views on Naby Keita. Um, I'm definitely for Bino. I'm definitely playing with Alden, who's the greatest midfielder in the world. Um, so, so do you go with what you go with one of uh, Hendo or, or Milner? Probably Henderson, to be honest. Right. Just to annoy people, mostly. Just yeah, I do, I, there is an element. I'm of annoyed. Needle. There is an element of needle in select in selecting both Degsy and 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 Jordan ahead of of of, uh, of a, I, I like that I do like that. What about you, Cam? What would you do in terms of we're putting out our best squad? We're assuming we're gonna we're all grasping uh, whatever items. This is for tomorrow's game, yeah. Well, well, no, no, no. Let's not. We're, no, a lot, of, okay. a, lot of, a, a lot of people will be listening to this after. All right, okay. We want to uh, have have a bit of legs. I'm I'm just asking you for your best eleven, irrespective of the opposition. 
Oh, right, okay. Um, Adam Lallana? <laughs> hey! So, so basically, basically, it's 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 we, we know what the attack is. So it's it's the midfield defense. What what, what uh, you, you yeah, I, I would probably take uh, yes, Trent. I'd probably take Dagsy over Joel. Would, would it's you? really much of a muchness for me between them two huh. because they both got strengths and they both got weaknesses. I I love I love Matthew carrying the ball forward. I have to say, yeah, but then. There was that one occasion where he lost it and they nearly scored on the counter. Can I make uh, a point about this? Can I make a point about this? Because this maddens me. The whole point of him doing that is so the others will fill in behind him. And no one bloody moved. It's not his fault. No one moved yep. behind him. That's absolutely true. His fullback's got to cover there. And Robertson just looked at him as if to say, I mean, a mutual friend of ours, Rob Gutman, once said that a centre-back running up a pitch is like someone letting a horse in the middle of a council estate. No one knows what the fuck's going on. No one wants to go near it. It's just too mad. It's good. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like that because and 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 Joel has very much the 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 demeanor of a of a. Yeah, he has an Gate. Yeah, he Gate. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing that down. But but yeah, but 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 anyway, sorry, we I cut across you, man. Go go ahead, Cam. You were saying. Yeah. So for me, it's either or with those. To, but probably Dagsy just shades it. Um, although I think Joel does work quite well with uh, Virgil. Um, he, he he knows how to hold a position better, whereas Dagsy can go sort of wandering along the line. And he, he does like a chat with a ball boy, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes nuts. I'm just going to go and talk to that bloke in the stand over there while this is going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just a normal day. <laughs> so, yeah, you, 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 older listeners might be reminded of John Walk in this situation. Yeah, you couldn't hold, yeah. the, you couldn't hold the situ- a position to save his life. Yeah. Are you are, are you talking yourself out, Dexy? Here, what, what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm saying either or with those two. That's I, that's a cop out. Come on, go for no, it. No, 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 because because be, like I said, they've both got strengths and they've both got weaknesses, which we all know. And, oh, it's, you're saying and, it makes it, it, it doesn't make much difference, one or the other. Make, so, yeah, and it, again, it. it it depends on the opposition again. So you're gonna. I think with those two, is it's more of a horses for courses. So you know, yeah. staying yeah. on that equine track. So um, we, uh, midfield, <laughs> midfield, uh, definitely Fab, definitely Ginny, and providing if he's gonna play Hendo as a number eight, then fine. If he's not gonna play Hendo as a number eight. Then I put Naby in. Right. Okay. Because, because if, if he's, you need someone to, to run into blind alleys. Then so does Hendo right now. I'm just I'm just looking for the hate mail. That's I know, I know, and I'm 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 biting. Um, but, you know, Hendo. I I see more of what Naby can can bring to us, and the only way he's going to be able to bring that to us. Is by playing. He's not going to be able to bring it to us on the bench, not playing. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. You have, you, have, you have got to run him into form. You've got to go. Yes, and he's not. He, and we know what we know what Hendo's about. And he, even when he's played as an eight, what has he actually really done that has, you know, that's made you think, "Wow, Jordan Henderson." Yeah, but there's also there's also the very real thing that if you've got the 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 pairing and it, it will work like that as a duo of Genie Wijnaldum and uh, Fabinho, 
we've we've elevated ourselves onto a new level as a team there because those two guys are proper footballers and they work really well together in the small sample size that we've seen. So therefore, yes. you can afford a lad ahead of them who is more attack minded. Now, be that Naby Keita, be that um, uh, Shakiri, the, the the whole thing starts to work. Maybe you want to push Jordan Henderson there, as Solidity. you said. Yeah, exactly. As you say, though. He's unlikely to be, play Henderson in, in that in that role, even though I think, you know, it's, it, again, it's one of those blind spots with Kloppo. Yeah. Most people would think that that's probably where he'd be best, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I think everybody see, sees that, except Klopp and his team. Yeah. We've all said it for years. I mean, he, he's, not, he, he's got a very limited game as a number six, um, but the team has still performed reasonably well with him as a number six. So there are merits for playing him as a number six. But again, I think it would be a horses for courses where you could maybe say, give Fabinho a rest, move Hendo back. But I still think Ginny would make a better number six than Hendo in the small sample size of games I've seen Ginny play there. And I, I think, I'd, I'd, I think I'd a lot of it revolves around Ginny. I, I'd, I'd, I'd want Wijnaldum to have a little bit more mobility up further up the pitch but then rather, if, rather than sit. It, it dep- again, you, but that's the beauty. You, they're so interchangeable. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's the point. No, no one can ever guess where they're playing anyway because they, you know, yeah. they, they swap around so much. They do. I mean, because they, during the game, if you watch it, you're thinking, are they playing 4 2 3 1? Are they playing 4 3 3? Are they playing 4 4 1 1? Are they playing 4 2 2 2? They're everywhere. And it's not just the midfield. The whole thing is what made us so great last season was our fluidity. And we were all over the place and opposition just did not know what to do, where to go, who to look at, where to, and this season we've been playing this controlled, aggressive style of football. And it's, there's been a, you know, we've been showing a lot of patience and sometimes you just think there are certain games where you need to go bang, let them, let, let them, let them loose, let the shackles go and. Let's see what I, they... I, well, I, I said something on, similar on Twitter after during the Leicester game. I said that the most amazing thing about our front line is um, that you've got to put two men on Sadio Mane. You've got to. And of the front three, he's not the one you should be worrying about. I mean, that that's how dangerous that attack is. Yeah. yeah. They're, all oh, on, uh, they're all on it. You know, how, how, how are you going to leave Mo Salah free? You can't. You put exactly. two men on him. Sadio Mane's got all day. Yeah. yeah. It's it's how dangerous that attack should be, and yeah. you know, and and we, and we 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 gotta hope that it will return to that like very quickly, as 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 Cam's suggesting, and that you know that there, there will be the option Tomorrow. to go, yeah, to go from that fluidity to to whatever to, but it's it, it it you know I don't wanna, I don't want to be an old school uh, kind of fan, but I kind of am, so I'll just own it. I've loved I've loved our defensive uh, uh, performances for the majority of this season. I've loved having a feeling about my team where I thought, yeah, we're not going to concede here. And here's the thing. And even if we do concede one goal, that's all we will concede. And we're going to batter these for having the, the temerity to score against us. Oh God, I loved it. And we had months of it and it's just gone away a little bit. And that's really what I'm looking for in the next couple of games. More than anything else is a return to that side of things. Because then Cam, you know, you have the freedom for, the lads to, you know, swap it around, but you've got that solid base, which, you know, has started to slip, you know, conceding three goals against Palace, losing in the cup, 
irrespective is its concession uh I, you know i know it's minulae or whatever but it's still you know we've got into that habit of shit like you know we're 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 allowing teams to score and i want that little air of invincibility back and i think it starts yeah. it starts at the back doesn't it Cam? starts at the back i mean we when was our last clean sheet i can't remember it was last year yeah it was yeah we well, was there you uh, go off the, off the top of it no uh, newcastle yeah. Newcastle, yeah, yeah. So that what, what was that? Five games ago? Yeah, about that. Yeah. So six games ago, whatever it was. So, and we've lost that air of invincibility that you're talking about, Trev. I think since the, the Gomez injury, I think that's been crucial. In uh, I, I know Degsy's done quite well since he's come in, and he's I don't recall a major clusterfuck from him. No, um, he's done well. I thought. Yeah, he's he's done reasonably okay, and. Again, that's because we were quite solid. And then, like I said, we've had these little couple of niggly little injuries and there's been a lot of chopping and changing. And again, that hasn't helped. So, like you say, going back to one of your points earlier about how players are now coming back into the squad, you know, those players coming back will bring a bit of, maybe a bit of calmness. So um, we could just see now... I think I, I think we'll be fine. Honestly, I I, I really do. I, I I I'm not worried about tomorrow. Honestly, I don't know why. Um, and I think you know we'll get a good result tomorrow, and then I'm looking forward to being at the Bayern game. And I've just checked, just checked, and I realised I'm going to miss the United game. Ah, oh, got it. But at least you've just thrown a little. That, that, that's something an awful lot of people listening to this would be would give their left arm for it to be at that barring game. That's 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 something lovely in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware, Cam, uh, that uh, Mrs. B is going to be uh, looking at you funny now if you don't start moving off soon. So we should probably start wrapping this up. And we've gone full pod on football, lads. After all your talk about we it, should we should start again. We should just so start can we, again. Can we can we scrap it? I want I want to talk about a few things very briefly. Very briefly, I want to talk about. No, I'm not even going to talk about him. But I want to ask: Did you see poor old Lazar Markovic in Fulham, looking like he was in Guantanamo Bay, about to be uh, detained for the rest of his life? The sad, sad face of Lazar Markovic. Since we last spoke, we had the possibility that the Reds would do something. We didn't. I am. That's one of my downsides about this whole last couple of weeks. We should have done some bits. I really wanted that to happen, but anyway. It didn't. And we had a question in from from a couple of questions in from from some of the listeners. But I want to go with this one because it goes to superstition. So it's getting us slightly out of football, but still football. And he asked, this is from Rubington. He's at freaking freaking licking on uh, on uh, on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. He says, have I cursed my lucky LFC pants by exercising in them? I've observed the pre-match washing ritual and even sat in my lucky chair or perhaps it's somebody else's lucky pants that have been cursed. What did they do to them, and where do we go from here? Now, I love this question because all of us, in our own idiocy, believe that something we can do or are doing can possibly have uh, an impact on the team. And I used to be riddled by superstitions around matches and everything else. I was one of those idiots who used to pull my forelock when I had one and say, hello, Mr. Magpie. I was a superstitious man. And then one day I thought, this is absolute buffoonery. Stop this. Um, so I actually don't have any ma- uh, match day superstitions left. Even I think I used to have, you know, things things like turning the remote control or the, the, the sorry, the volume up to a certain level, level stuff like that. 
all of those things are out the window. So I, I, I'm be delightfully superstition free. But our man here with his lucky LFC pants, wondering if you ruined the whole thing by exercising in them once. I get all that. I do get all that. Do you have any of these? Um, I've got one this season that I've no, I've really noticed, and then leaving the country. <sighs> yeah, but I I left the country. For a week, yeah, you, 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 uh, you have left. I went, to, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I went to Portugal, didn't I? And we won yeah, that weekend. True. So um, no, but my my superstition is now, and I I reckon it's genuine, um, because I've got proof of the one game we lost in the league. I did not do this, and that was the City game. And what happened was, <laughs> this is quite embarrassing, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm it up, aren't I? Um, a million um, people are just turning up their, uh, their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. People have called their spouses. People have called their spouses into well, the room. Well, actually, it is and it isn't. Basically, I believe that my lucky red underwear is what has kept us winning in the league this season. Excellent. And what happened was when I was watching the City game, because it, the game started at one thirty in the morning, I was in my pyjamas. So I didn't have my lucky red underwear on, oh, and we lost, man. and we lost the game. Oh, and so man. I was, I, you I was like, it. and I'm thinking it's my fault. And what have I done? And then for the, all the other games, I made sure that I had my lucky red underwear on when the game was on, and we didn't lose. Well, there you go, there you go, Rubington. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Consider me. Robin Williams, consider yourself Matt Damon. I'm trying to hug you here, man. It's not your fault. It's Cam's fault. It's it's Cam. It is. It is. Uh, at which, I'm, I'm going to get it on social media, aren't I? Which is very, very close now with Equine Gate to being the title of the poem. Yeah, that's it, true. It's Cam's fault. Anyway, Carl, what about you? Are you a superstitious gent in any way, shape, or form? Do you have like match day rituals that you must do? Anything you even do subconsciously? Well, my entire life is, is governed by logic. I'm an astronomer, um, so I believe in science. Um, I have a, a strongly qualification. And I don't believe. I, I don't believe. Sorry, say again. I said bore off with that. You've definitely got superstition. Definitely. So, no, but but I'm just pointing out that I am an astronomer. I am an astronomer. I had. Um, um, I, I've got a diploma in astronomy from Central Lancashire University, so therefore. Science runs all things. The reason we lost against West Ham was because when I came up the stairs, I looked at the We team. didn't lose to West Ham. Sorry. We, yeah, we did. We lost 1-1. We lost the reason we lost 1-1 <laughs> one, one was... Anyway, Cam walked all over the reason. What was the reason? The reason is because when I got my... Um, when I when I ran up the steps at the London Stadium to get to my seat, um, I glanced at the pitch before I got to my seat. So ah, there you go. I I knew you'd have a good one. That's a belter. I love I've got that. Another one. I've got another one as well, but it's really for home games. Um, What's that? I never sing the first verse if you never walk alone. Ah, okay. Never. Okay. There's a, a couple of reasons for that. One, uh, well, the main reason is, to be honest, because I always like to find out what key are we singing it in this week? Because <laughs> <laughs> it always changes for the second verse. Because it all goes yeah. really high and thinks, hang on, no, we're not going to carry on with this. Never goes, ah, for the second <laughs> verse. Yeah. The end of a storm. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're my two. I never, I never look at the pitch right until I've got to my seat. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's important. It's important to get your pitch right when you're joining in on that side. Yeah. Then, I like, I like, as as, uh, as Paul said from 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 Emma when I told him this, I, it's like I've just like wandered in off the side with my finger in my ear, joining in for the chorus. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're waiting for your line in in Band Aid, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready for you now. <laughs> All right, well, look, we should start wrapping it up, Cam, because I know you're 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 uh, probably panicking at this stage. Um, I am uh, just, just a little bit. The wrath of Mrs. B. Well, let's 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 I'm get ready. My big Chinese as well. Yeah, you got yeah. So we we will forego for this week. We will forego Cam's corner. We will forego our usual finishing up rituals. No, 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 no. I've, I've actually got a really good one, dude. You're sending me mixed signals here. No, you no, said, I need to do. I'm this. trying to look after your marital well-being, and now you're sending me mixed. So, so, so we can do Cam's corner, can we? Go on, go on. Yeah, go on. We'll do we it. Are, yeah. we, are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Okay, right. Here we go. Cam's corner. Live from Birmingham. Abbreviated version this week. Go for it. One of the key elements of human behavior is humans have a greater fear of loss than enjoyment of success. All the academic studies will show that the fear of loss of capital is far greater than the enjoyment of gains. Hmm. Carl, any ideas who that is? Is this sorry? Is this is this random internet bl- bloke again, or is it someone really? Uh, famous? It's no one I know. Um, okay, but I just thought, you know, the fear of loss. I know that's really good. It's really good. Enjoyment of success. It's it's, it's it's very appropriate. Uh, did you? Did, I I I do want to hear who it is because I've, I feel it's going to be some philosopher, dude. Who is it? Jim Lawrence D. Fink. Okay, I did not know who that was. No. Lawrence Steve Fink. Carl, are you willing to forego your finishing up so we can get Mrs. B uh, uh, smiling at, at, at Cam and not... not um, very, uh, very quickly, and it is a work thing, I'm afraid, but it's one that's very important to me. Go for it. it. It's February. It is the month of romance. Um, as um, I'm not even going to disguise who I work for because it doesn't work. Um, I'm a fundraising manager for the British Art Foundation, uh, there's a lot of people raising money um, for Valentine's Day because of the heart motif that we have. And we have something called sh- Show Some Love for Your Colleagues. Please have a look online and please help us fight against heart disease. That's lovely. That's lovely. And that's a nice way for us to end it. We will not do our usual plugs and all bits and bobs this week because, like I said, we've got a pressing issue there going on in the background. So we should finish up this particular episode. There are five of us on this podcast this week. Yeah, yeah, there are, there are. Yeah, yeah, ones, <laughs> ones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should Put the finish. rolling pin down. Put the rolling <laughs> pin down. <laughs> Seriously, oh. <woman>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on that note of potential domestic violence, we will finish up this episode of the Anfield Index podcast with me thanking you, our lovely listeners, for your support and imploring you to maybe... Spend the the word around. We've been AWOL. Um, forgive us. Um, get some more people joined up to the crew here and uh, having a listen to what we do on a weekly basis. Uh, I've been Trev Downey. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.